this. Try to imagine all life as you know it stopping instantaneously and every molecule in your body exploding at the speed of light. Total photonic reversal. Photonic reversal. With your host, Broadcasting from a secret underground lair in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. A gigantic middle finger to everything that is rotten about music, rock and roll, and corporate power. The thing is, though, if you don't laugh, you're going to go on a killing spree with sharp and nails. Confidence of a hero or a fool. I wasn't exactly certain which. For what, what an excellent professional segue that was. 150 people with a massive crowd, you know. No, I kind of know the sound man for Rob Zombie. And presenting you the illusion of choice. See anything wrong with, you know, being into the stuff you're into? Yeah, it's a very good question. And I like that because of that at the beginning and middle of the end. Could not be more professional. Get you pumped up. We have answers. It means something. That's like a science thing, right? That's right. It is a science thing, and this is a science place. We are here. It is time for the one uh, and the only... Protonic reversal. That's right, and welcome to it. Uh, I'd like to welcome Mr. Josh Davis. Hello, Josh. Hey, coming at you live, in the round and in your face. Welcome to Protonic Reversal. Oh, Uh, that's that that came out of nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> I, I sprung that one on here real quick. Coming at you, brother! In the round, let's go. <laughs> Actually, I'm trying to work on my uh, my my Moral Ronaldo, who is a more recent announcer on the uh, WWE Network, and he is um, Moralo. Moro Ronaldo. Moro Ronaldo. Okay. He is he is very well spoken, yeah. but also very exciting to listen to. He's ca- he's called like boxing matches and and MMA stuff for years, but he's very knowledgeable. So he just makes these really obscure references but he's kind of got that tone to his voice he's still excited oh, the radio announcer tone he wants to bring it to you <laughs> i was a, i'm a big fan of uh two things first of all the the show brockmire which i feel like is a comedy show that's not getting as much attention as, as it should with hank azaria as a uh, <laughs> sort of semi-retired broadcaster that with it like had a uh, epic flame out calling a game where his uh his his wife was not only cheating on him, but basically having an orgy. And then, like he, like he, like kind of goes through the therapy of like being really wasted and talking about it during the game, but is also at the same time like talking, uh, you know, t- calling the game and uh, far outside on third. And boy, I can't believe she banged three guys. <laughs> wow! Like, but all in that very announcery tone of voice, yeah. and it, it really made me think about the fact that you know that that mode of talking, that type of talking, if you could just say anything in that tone of voice, then you're just an announcer guy. Yes, that's, very that's, smooth. That's the thing. But there's also, you know, there's different varieties of types. I mean, there's, there's certainly, um, you know, there's there's the, uh, like the soccer, the goal. 
10 minutes later. <laughs> and it's, it's, it's all a big part of the pantheon, really. Yes, it's very. The thing about the soccer announcers is it's very exciting because it's always. it's. The very rapid speech, and then it builds yeah, to and that crescendo. You don't it's even like, need to know what the hell they're talking about. Absolutely they're just, not. You get the excitement of it. They're just like, you can tell they're like literally on the edge of their seat and yeah. just like stoked. They're like, oh, it's, it's, it's about to happen. Yeah. It's about well, to happen. If you spend, what, uh, I don't remember how long a, a period in soccer is, but you know, half an hour just kind of like waiting yeah. for a goal to just, and you're watching and you're waiting and you're watching, and when it finally happens, sure, right. you're. Sanchez so has had a okay season. He's, you know, blah, and then like, oh, something's about to happen. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. You'd think it would happen in hockey more often, too. It seems like that's yeah, kind of think. a At least that's pace. fast paced as well. Anyway, this is sports talk, apparently, with the yeah. two least sporty dudes that you would probably find, Conan Neutron and Josh Davis. But I've gotten, I've gotten uh, an affinity for radio announcing. So that's, Radio announcing that's is a sport in and of itself, friends. That's true. It is true. It is true. Uh, this is episode 95 of Protonic Reversal. 90 motherfucking five. Oh, wow. 95. Wow. <laughs> and the, uh, the 95 second. and almost as many listens. <laughs> the, uh, the second episode in the new home. Yes, yes, in our in new home in uh, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Coming at you in Darius Park, just north of Wabatosa, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, underground bunker. Uh, you know, everyone's always like glorifying the... Deep in the bowels deep of uh, this uh, house. <laughs> the bowels, huh? Yeah, well. I hear they, <laughs> they got a, I hear they got a uh, medication for that now. <laughs> Flushes it right out. It's, you know, it's, 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 it's less dank than it used to be. Mm, <laughs> yeah, only, only dank we like are the dank nerds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not around here, buddy boy. Uh, this show's off to a rocking start. Um, yeah, <laughs> hey. So I'm I'm drinking this. Uh, I'm drinking this new Glarus. This um, it's the the cherry Belgian. What the hell is it called? I don't have the bottle. Oh, it's here, a cherry. It's a cherry tart. Yeah, something like that. I can't remember exactly. It's very good. But say, not normally a fan of the fruit beer, mm-hmm. but uh, it's 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 fantastic. It yeah. is quite good. I, I, I really, it's more like a Lambic or something like that to me where it's just like it doesn't even occur to me that it's a beer because it's so tart and it's so just like a sipper. Like you can't, you can't be chugging that. That's just not going to end well for anyone. You can sip only. Let me tell you folks, these New Glarus folks, they know what they're doing. We'd like to welcome our new sponsor, New Glarus to Protonic Reversal. Thank oh, you very much. You wish. New Glarus does <laughs> not uh, sponsor. Awesome. Don't sponsor anything. <laughs> no, they don't. They, <laughs> Spon- they don't have to. Spon- yeah, why, why would they need to do that? Come no. on. <laughs> uh, but no, it, it's fantastic. I, and again, it's it, that's more of a... That's more of a Lindsay thing. She likes all those those fruit beers, and I'm usually like, yeah. vomit guy. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, not can't it. do the uh, the shandies and the um, whatchamacallit, all that kind of stuff. I believe- <laughs> Am I getting interference from my phone? I, might need I believe I once said that I would rather... Uh, li- <laughs> People once said I'd rather lick the toilet after somebody peed out one of the shandies than, than, oh. than drink one of them. <laughs> Particularly... Uh, uh. Vulgar moment uh, for the neutron there. I just I just get kind of mean and call anybody who wants a shandy grandma. Ooh, <laughs> it's kind of nasty, but it's Ooh. funny too. Because you know, grandmas drink shandies. What? Grandmas drink shit. Grandma's gonna drink shandies. That's uh, that's that's how it goes. Yeah. I wasn't originally gonna play this, but uh, I was kind of we were kind of warming up with it, and it's yeah. a great fucking song. Um, this is Arkwelder, and uh, I should probably get yeah. <laughs> What did you call it that for? Arc Welder, boom. Coming at you, Protonic Reversal Radio.
right, that's Nothing by Lardo. That is off of the record Sinking, which is the the newest Lardo joint uh, coming out in 2017. That's this year. Oh, my God. It's a brand new jam. Brand new jam coming at you. <laughs> uh, by the way, it's Mark Wilder, uh, which was which was very relevant. They are uh, playing recently at the Pier of Barbecue Milwaukee. Oh, which, yeah, what a time, man. Which we have not discussed at all. Uh, I will say that seeing the Mark Wilder set, when, when they played, it was, it was like, oh, I love this song. Oh man, this song kicks ass. And the next song, oh, I love this song too. Yeah. Oh man, this song kicks ass. And then whole like set. so on and so on. The whole set, it's all hits. It was the funniest thing because it was right at right uh, after Poster Children, right? Which was almost entirely brand new songs, which was amazing. But it was like there was maybe two of them that I had heard uh, yeah. from the tour they did in in November. That, that oh, we it was fantastic. It was but like, but it was definitely like yeah, it was like. It's for sure them, and it sounds like them, and it's badass. But I don't know any one of these songs until it got to Senior yeah. Citizen in the end. Of course, I was I loved it. Like I'd seen, I think they'd done maybe three of them at the uh, Daisy Chain shows. One of the Daisy yeah. Chain shows that we went down to. We um, I saw two when they played with us in San yeah. Francisco, and and but it was funny because it was interesting to see how those same songs sounded in. Um, from the, the early sort of way uh, to how they sounded now, like more sure. more authoritative, more uh, yeah, getting the, getting that poster kids live sheen locked on in. Not that yeah. they didn't sound locked in before, but no, more, but they uh, have that way where they just like so, like they'll do certain things or like there's you know little like fills like Matt will change up his fills things like that certain things where it's just a like, comfort level kind of with like the in. with the material that kind of allows them to like be it, 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 to be a little more them rather than just like oh my god there's a thing happening like yes. oh no it's a poster children thing and that, yes, that, 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 that was very cool yeah was very it was cool. just it was lovely like just a lovely lovely uh, 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 contrast there indeed and uh, of course Lardo uh, is uh, that sinking is one of my favorite Records 2017, and uh, it, it's funny. It's funny we're playing that because uh, we're gonna have Mr. Brian Pennington from oh. Blardo on this show. Can oh, you believe strange. it? I know. What a strange coincidence that we have Brian Pennington on this show after playing Lardo's song. <laughs> yes, indeed. <laughs> oh wow! Oh, wow! Is that Brian? Oh, oh my God! Oh, I, did I just walk in at the right coincidental time? <laughs> it's funny how well that works out. It's, I know. You have Maybe. remarkable timing, sir. We appreciate you. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, so that Lardo record, that's the, the Lardo record number two. Uh, that, that is the the second of the... That applause doesn't go on for a while, doesn't it? Okay. Uh, the second Lardo record. Now, this is a band that... I, don't get me wrong and don't take this the wrong way, but you're a guy that is like in a million bands like I've just all your bands are always interesting and good but it seems like you're a dude that is definitely and part of that maybe is being a multi-instrumentalist but it seems like there's been a reaction to Lardo that is I don't want to say outsized but it seems like it, it struck a chord with folks and I, I mean I think a part of it is just like you know the, the guitar sounds so unique there's a lot there but is that something that kind of took you by surprise do you I mean do you did you feel like it was very special going in also hello oh yeah hey how's it going is it uh is it you and Josh there yes, it is. yes. indeed yes. hello awesome so hello hey. um but yeah um this isn't live. I didn't hear what you, which song you just played, but yeah, the Lardo project overall has been, it was literally like a side project. We 
did in my old basement just for kicks. We, you know, did it on our own for about a year without even playing out. We put out the record thinking five people would buy it, and it kind of took, you know, in the grand scheme, it's not a big deal at all, but considering what we put into it and expected, it's been very surprising. Yeah, I mean, and, it's it's in a good way, I would imagine. I mean, not like, you know, it's, well, yeah, always, yeah. it's always nice when, it's, pe- when people kind of latch on to something, right? Yeah, well, it's yeah, it's like these aren't my friends or, you know, I'm not like, you know, just I don't know everyone buying the record anymore. It's kind of weird. Yeah, it's 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 an interesting jump, and especially because, I mean, no offense, but between the between the two bands, you kind of go in the time. I kind of went out of my money on Mega Mall. Uh, I mean, not yeah, both I worthy mean, bands, but I felt like Mega Mall like had like the more immediate hooks, maybe, and like maybe it was a little more. I don't know, because Lardo's kind of like, it, but maybe that's one of the things that makes it so interesting, because like there's nothing. Like, I think there are touchstones to Lardo, but, like, what you guys bring to the table is, like, different enough that, like, there's a kind of a weird Freak Factor 9 element. And I, I got to say, the secret weapon yeah. is probably the guitar, uh, the so. guitar sound, because it's just, it sounds so beautifully unnatural that <laughs> it kind of grabs your attention immediately. And if the songs weren't good, it wouldn't matter. But it's, yeah, I don't, I'm sure there's a question there somewhere. I'm sorry. No, I, I appreciate that, but um, I... I've thought about this, and it, it sounds kind of bad to say, but, like, you know, we've all been in so many bands at this point. Um, well, maybe not everyone, but me at least. I almost kind of come up with a, like, think of it like, well, this, what's going to be the gimmick for this band? And once I've discovered that pedal, like, why, you know, a band should turn this on all the time. It's just like, if it's a good sound, you should use it all the time, and, no one's doing that yet, and so that's you know. That's <laughs> okay, so this so the, so it really was kind of based on we have the, like the, the 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 sound of the band was based really on that pedal and that guitar sound. Yeah, well, um, I've been kind of off and on jamming with uh, Nick Nick at first, and then Nick and Jim. Um, we kind of done sort of like we'd play, and then six months later, kind of forget about it and we try playing again and I don't know we you know just kind of doing normal kind of you know the kind of rock we like rock things and you know it's, it was fun and I like those guys but it was nothing I wanted to like share with the world or maybe the feeling was kind of mutual because they weren't exactly calling me back but um <laughs> don't mince words like yeah <laughs> no it's like you know that we we're we're pretty open about it we're just like yeah it's like you know we can goof around in the basement but is anyone gonna give a shit about some of that stuff and probably not but it seemed like that that guitar sound was kind of an end it's like oh this you know this makes it just different enough from anything we've done or anything kind of going on currently that it for some reason we just kept that going and even then it, you know we didn't expect more than five people to care about it. i didn't even want to press a record i was like we're gonna have 400 of these forever you know right. so that's, that's always the fear yeah but yeah i've heard a, f- a few yeah. times before a few things like say uh like brad later in medicine with the four track or running with mm-hmm. like the, the the over you know overcranked phaser and stuff like that so that was just like that was just the key to to find your way into those particular songs 
Yeah. Um, I think initially with that pedal, I kind of envisioned doing something more like, uh, I don't know, like an early 80s post-punk, even dark wave kind of like Chrome or Tuxedo Moon. I kind of envisioned Mm. doing something like that. But, and maybe, you know, try playing with a few people more in that direction and, um, nothing really came of it. Like it wasn't my intent to like, I don't, at that point I had been in Chicago for a while and like probably the thing I would have not told you I'd want to do would be like more of the shellac or Jesus (laughs) lizard, whatever touch and goes. It's like, really, you know, a band from Chicago sounds like, you know, who could have predicted. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. They kind of, I think they, they probably almost subconsciously do it. Um, Nick and Jim, the rhythm section. Uh, but you know, it's, it's a little bit like kind of reaching into our past, but you know, hopefully not just, well, but, um, yeah. I mean, it's kind of one out too though. Right. I mean, it's sort of like, it's not just a derivation of that thing. There's kind of this other element, which, you know, largely is this weird, you know, bit commander, guitar where it's it's like oh that's that's like really weird and like if it was just on its own it would be like wow that's incredibly harsh and it can even be harsh within the context of the song but if the songs weren't good it wouldn't work and i think yeah it does work and it gives it something that it wouldn't normally have from a uh you know a shellac jr mm -hmm. or a (laughs) jesus lizard cousin wally yeah yeah i mean that's fair enough. It's like, you know, I guess the, the sort of simplistic or, you know, possibly accurate takeaway of the band, it is like shellac, but with like, uh, you know, the AOL dial up sounding guitar. Um, <laughs> yeah. Oh wow. That's pretty the, good. Yeah. Well, and I would say too, like, I don't want to give uh, a short shrift to your, your playing as well, because like without that effect, I mean, oh, I will, I'll give short shrift. No. Oh, fine. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but like your, your parts are not necessarily like, hugely dissimilar like stuff you're playing in Radio Republic. Yeah. And a lot of that is just the limitation of what you can do with a monophonic pedal. Um, yeah, it's kind of hard for me because I, I love chords so much. I love lush, thick, complex chords and you can really only play one or maybe two notes at a time through the bit commander. So it's been, kind of retraining my brain in a lot of ways and yeah so i just come up with almost like they're almost like inside jokes sometimes just to like <laughs> keep me interested sure like yeah it's like what's the most perverse thing i could do at this one moment like you know it's kind of got a serious drum and bass thing going well, i'm kind of gonna like you know shit all over it. Yeah. <laughs> well just like the, with, the, the one song on the on the on the first record i think i think you you called it like your eric clapton riff or something along those lines uh, oh yeah <laughs> yeah like, like what? A, you're crazy but I, I see then after you told me that i listened back to it, i'm like oh yeah. if you yeah i guess i can kind of see that if you beamed it out to mars and back or something <laughs> and it came back from the rover all f- jacked up oh i did that is uh like when they first started Showing that part to me, because um, I didn't write it, yeah, I did that as a joke, basically. And then by the next practice, I had thought about it for a week or two, and, you know, I came up with what I, I thought was kind of a clever thing. It's like, you know, check this out. And they're like, 
Well, we kind of liked the thing you were doing before. I was like, the shitty Eric Clapton part? Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> oh, well, maybe if you have terrible taste in music, that's a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's uh, uh, for anyone following along, that's the fifth song on the first record. The self-titled track, I guess. We called it Slow okay. Jam for a long time. <laughs> so uh, was well, just going to say that uh, you, you were talking earlier about you know only having the limitation of being able to play like you know single or sometimes double notes and not necessarily playing like you know the big full chords and that being like an, a, a songwriting implement but also like a challenge because for someone that's played as much as you have and has played as many different kinds of, of things as yeah, you have things, yeah. Uh, it, it seems like that would be kind of exciting in its way. That like, okay, here's the criteria. You know, here are the, here are the rules. Here are the rules of engagement: is you can only do these couple things. Uh, I mean, did you find that limiting at first before you kind of like found the d- dug deep into it? It's it's a little of both. I mean, I still write stuff on my own. I'm just like that. I think is like, damn, I love those chords. They sound great, but you know, and um. You know, the most active thing I've got going right now is Lardo. I'm like, well, I don't know if that's going to work. I mean, sometimes I can kind of, like, stupefy it to where it works in Lardo, I guess. Like, you know, I'm not going to be able to do all the notes, but I can do, like, you know, two of them or alternate between a few kind of just like a kind of a spidery sort of riff. But, yeah, it's, I mean, it's... it's both a good and bad thing to committing to kind of a novelty. <laughs> <laughs> well, sure. I mean, it isn't like you're you're playing polka. I mean, it's, I wouldn't novelty isn't necessarily how I would characterize it, but okay, yeah. It's. I mean, it it has been kind of the the part of the band where people have the most questions about, and you know, I, you know, I I think that's good in a way. At least it's something that people are noticing and uh latching on to um sure but, I was, I but sure. yeah it's i'm sure that the, the, it's the like a, swarm up to <laughs> check what, out your what is board. that how does it do that what are the settings can i take a picture of the settings oh yeah question first <laughs> oh yeah they yeah they they want to know your rig man yeah <laughs> yeah so i guess that's a that's another question is it like a well, I think I already said the name of the pedal like three times, so I guess yeah. it isn't so much of a secret. But I mean, have the have the manufacturers of that pedal have they have they ponied up the big bucks for the for the Lardo yet? I gotta gotta be honest. I'm I was kind of hoping to get some sort of like T-shirt out of it or something, but um, you give we a have t-shirt? some Jesus. I I mean, yeah. Well. uh... I heard last Christmas or maybe the Christmas before, uh, Earthquaker was sending out uh, promotional popcorn to you know places they like. They I think they they sent to like Mark Marin and the oh, sure. people who worked at Reverb dot com. Is you know I I would have kind of liked a jar of popcorn. That's <laughs> um, yeah, the least. It's a, least. We it's not, do, not a lot to ask for in this day and age. And, and we do have a few friends that have kind of like gone out of their way to you know tell them um people who work in gear retail and stuff like write them up and be like hey this guy is using this silly pedal like you know 
100% of the time, you should check it out. Yeah, and it should maybe be on the demo even, page of the pedal, perhaps, even. Right. Someone, yeah. yeah, someone sent the record, and uh, even John San Paolo uh, mentioned it. He, he's recorded uh, most of both records, and he mentioned it on the Earthquaker blog and stuff like Yeah, so <laughs> T-shirt, popcorn, um, I don't <laughs> know. Yeah, gosh, maybe even like a, I don't know, a backup in case like, you know, what, what would happen if, if, your, if your pedal took a dump? Like what would, you know, a proverbial dump, a, a digital dump, if you will. But yep. like, I mean, that's like, what would Lardo without that sound sound like? If it truly, I mean, the first part of that is like any place we've played, like I've known at least one or two other people who have it that I could call up on a whim but if it really came down to it i would just do it play a show uh straight up clean like just it'd be like one of those like oh you hear they do that sort of thing that one time yeah it's like oh sure why not throw act like it's a it's a curveball you want to without the pedal the guitar would kind of just sound like gang of four or something so i don't know that'd be fun Yeah, everyone can hear all the true shitty Eric Clapton that they uh, were missing out on. From I know, they, yeah, <laughs> they were just they were just Ben guys, you know, it's just <laughs> white boy blues. Um, so with you guys in uh, different geographical locations, uh, how does that? Uh, how do you guys write now? Is it uh, via computer or do you get together? Yeah, it's. Uh, it's gotten more, and before I moved, we had kind of a slew of already started ideas, so those songs were kind of easy to complete. We just had to, like, you know, edit them down and extend parts. Uh, then when we ran out of those ideas, it was a case of me sending a couple riffs, or I think Nick and Jim um, they even got together once or twice twice and came up with drum and bass things they'd send me and I would overdub stuff and for a few of the songs it even got to the point where we would like Skype and which is uh, playing music over Skype is it takes a little uh, bit of practice because there's a delay involved so you can't like <laughs> play at the same time or it gets really fucked up <laughs> yeah but uh yeah, in a bad way yeah it's like the other guy is lagging really bad, and then you start playing on to his lag, and then the <laughs> whole thing just stops. <laughs> but we did do a little of that, and I don't know, we managed to get, you know, just past the 30-minute mark as far as uh, music goes, so that's good enough for me. Yeah, mission accomplished. Hang up the banner. Let's that's an album. That's an album, I Absolutely. think. Absolutely. 30 minutes. <laughs> So then do you guys worry much about practice when you've got uh, shows coming up or you just kind of know what you're doing and, and get on in there? He just worries about that popcorn yeah. breaker, man. That's all he's yeah. worrying about. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean come, come on. Yeah, come on. It's popcorn. But anyway, <laughs> yeah, at this point, I mean, recently it's, it's been like, I don't know, kind of easy street. It's like the record came out in the spring. So it's not like, you know, anyone's or even ourselves, we're even pushing ourselves to do a bunch of new stuff right now. Sure. Um, so 
Yeah, I went to Chicago last week. We just played through um, everything we knew, which was kind of interesting because a lot of the last record was, especially vocal-wise, kind of finished in the studio. Mm. Um, so we'd never played them as groups as a group, and we're like, you know, uh, can we even play this as a group? And in a few cases, we found out we couldn't, but <laughs> we don't. No, it's it's true. Or it's like, you know. Better just, to find out now. It doesn't, it, yeah, it doesn't work. But, you know, between the two records, we probably have about 14 good live songs. Um, so hey man, some, for as little as we play, that's form. enough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that's enough to carry us for a while. I think. Hope. Well, well, and the shows you have coming up are, are worth mentioning on their own because you're, you're referring, of course, to all tomorrow's impeachments, correct? Yeah, that's uh yeah, that's a crazy ass deal. Um, I don't know if you've explained it or uh, we have not gone into it. Yeah. We can just call it a crazy ass no. deal and move on if you if you'd like. I mean, that's a perfectly reasonable explanation. For it. <laughs> it is a crazy ass deal. <laughs> no, it's it's yeah, I mean, it's like yeah, it's probably uh, I think probably the best show we'll ever play. I'll ever play. Um, so yeah, it's probably worth mentioning. Yeah, um, I mean, it, it's pretty much yeah. all hits, you know, like you have, uh, so the two days, right? And then um, you, you got Poster Children, uh, Dianoga on day one only, mm-hmm. uh, Nonagon, Tar, Tar, Lardo, Lardo, and uh, Shellac on day two. Bear Claw. And Bear, Bear, Claw. Claw. Bear Claw and Shellac Claws as well. Two. The Shellac thing... Um, I don't know if you've heard, but uh, Steve got doored off of his bike the other day. Um, They have not said no. They're trying. They're still kind of uh, figuring out what they can do. Right. Yeah. Um, I'm imagining because his foot got run over, right? Yeah. From what I've heard, his foot was fine, though, which is pretty remarkable being run over by a car. Um, That's what happens when it's made of aluminum, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's, yeah, that's pretty nuts. But I mean, I'm just impressed they didn't flat out, like, you know, he's not doing anything for three months. They're, they're still trying to figure out a way to make this work. But I mean, theoretically, yes, shellac is on the poster. So that counts, I think. But um, even without that, it's it's an amazing lineup. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I actually, I will not be at the shellac night. Uh, but I mean, I'm I'm could not be more psyched. That's like every, I would go out of my way to see every band on the bill, and the fact that every band is playing together for a cause that I absolutely completely get behind. Yeah, is uh, you know what what a what a great thing. That's awesome. Yeah, and uh, one another thing about it is like. A lot of bands couldn't agree on who would play before or after whom, so uh, the the conclusion was just to draw um, the lineup out of a hat, like you it. know, thirty minutes before it starts. So yeah. it's going to be crazy. It could really work to our advantage or screw us over. But <laughs> I mean, at the end of the day, no, it's just it's great to be involved with the show like that, and you know, we played a. 
eleven fifty five to no one. That's 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 fine. That's part of the agreement, but. <laughs> Um, well, you know, you'll get you'll get a solid fifty PRFers, and you'll be good. Yeah, it's yeah. Well, be no one yeah. necessarily. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's accordingly it, here. Come on. <laughs> I'm hoping that this kind of show is gonna bring out the people who just want to be a show part you are right of now? something. Probably not. Oh, you mean that show? Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're definitely, so, definitely a yeah. Guy. It have uh, 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 people that wouldn't wouldn't necessarily see some of those bands, or would just are just coming out for the for the cause, or who knows? And it's a gorgeous poster too. I mean, there's a whole presentation aspect to it that's quite quite lovely. It's uh, it, it's something to be proud yeah. of. I'm excited for it. I'm excited for it to happen. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, it's it's one of those. I I can't think of a similar show that's quite happened that kind of mixes. You know, bands we all know pretty well with kind of people like us and, uh, you know, non <laughs> And we're all on uh, kind of an equal stage, which is Yeah, partic- particularly so with the, uh, with the lottery draw. It really does equalize, you know, people get yeah. it because you never know. You don't know when everything's going to happen. Yeah, like I mean, the the Melvins have absolutely delight in you know doing something like a seven band bill and they'll play first. They love it. They 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 think it's fantastic. Yeah, but like that's like one <laughs> band. Yeah. Like that's one band doing it, and it's something entirely different when it's like oh, it's nobody knows. It isn't like hey, yeah. the the big band is playing first. It's nobody knows, and that's. Awesome. Yeah, because that's where where do you get that level of ambiguity? I know some people get really upset about not knowing things and get all bent out of shape about it, but I think it's a great yes. book. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes, please in advance know like uh, what time you're going on uh, text messages at seven <laughs> o'clock at night. Just no, I'm just no one knows. Turn off my phone. Yeah, <laughs> turning off my phone at that point. But a lot of this grew out of I think because uh, Shellac didn't want to make. Well, they're the the Saturday night. They didn't want to make it about them. It's not a shellac show, right? Right. They don't they don't want to be like you know the hour and fifteen minute long headliner. They just want to be part of the cause. So, and once that came along, then other bands were like, "Well, we don't want to go after shellac." <laughs> um, so it's this is the best thing they could agree on. But yeah, it's going to be crazy. Yeah, it's kind of an all or nothing situation there. It's just <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like you. fine. Fine, one person, you know, doesn't want to do that. Well, guess what? Y'all don't know now. So, here yeah. we go. <laughs> <laughs> I really I really like that. It's going to be fun. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be interesting Hope to see so. how that plays out with with people too. Like as as far as, you know, I you know there's going to be someone that just doesn't read actively or mm-hmm. whatever just Oh, that's that's must be the order that the bands are. I'm only gonna read as far as that, and not. Oh, whoa! What do you mean I missed Tar? I've waited to see him for twenty years. You know. Yeah. Like, whatever, dude. Oh yeah. It happens enough. Yeah. Regular, so um, much less something like this. Oh, yeah, people are terribly self-involved. I don't know if any of you guys know this, but newsflash. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, it's 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 on the poster. It's like you know, it, it's not that difficult of information to. To find, but yeah, uh, take a guess. What about fifteen percent of the crowd? Is that <laughs> sure? Yeah, is that is that being like too generous, or 
Are they just going to be baffled and show up at 1030 and be pissed off? That seems about right, I'd say. Yeah, I think so. And and I think those people should be laughed at, especially. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not much for public ridicule, but when it's, when it's listed on the poster and, you know, every type of media around it, hey, it's screw almost, yourself. Yeah. It's almost hard to avoid that factor of it. Yeah. Especially in this day Let's hope the, the kind of, you know, it's, it's a higher than average ticket price because it's a benefit and maybe that'll weed it down a little bit but sure don't know yeah someone will do it at least one person out of fucking 500 or whatever what they're not headlining this isn't you know they didn't play like da 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 song well you know they got 30 minutes they probably played uh what uh, the first song on Terraform and yeah, two more didn't, songs. Didn't we deserve a look at you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a wrap, so, folks. <laughs> three song set, yeah. And thank you. Right. It's weird. They just stayed uh, by the minute. They, they went and played You Suffer by Napalm Death, and then it was this Roadrunner for 28 minutes. I don't know. It's really <laughs> bizarre. <laughs> oh, wow. The Modern Lover song. Yeah, I know. It's crazy. Right? I, I, why not, I guess. Yeah. You didn't see that coming. <laughs> Talk about a surprise. I don't know. His bit commander went weird. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's the show where it uh, crapped out, so I just, you know, did my best uh, Andy Gill or whatever. <laughs> All right, yeah. fellas. Tonight's the night. <laughs> yeah. We're in Chicago. We can't possibly get another one of these. <laughs> 28 minute yeah. version of Roadrunner. Let's do this shit. <laughs> nice. Yes. Um. So do you, guys, do you guys have uh, more shows planned for this, or is this kind of the uh, do do uh, a few things at a time? Um, other than this, uh, PRF Louisville. Oh, nice! Um, yeah, we agreed to do this year. It's just uh, nice for me. It's you know, it's the PRF thing's always like at least you know, you, you always know what you're going to get with that at this point. And I've never actually even been to Louisville, so. Uh, yeah, you know, before be before the first uh, Louisville BRF, I actually had only been through like one time for, on a gas stop on tour, and that yeah. was it. So it was cool. Oh, okay. Just even spending time there, let alone like playing an awesome show yeah. in front of like you know your best possible crowd. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's there are all kinds of awesome bands from Louisville. Like, you know, I think I would have made the trip there at some point, but no. Nope, you'd be wrong. <laughs> yep, hadn't happened. Now's <laughs> yeah, a chance. Yeah, it's a good. Uh, yeah, good to do it. Stacked lineup. Yeah, uh, there, there's a bunch of great bands playing. I think Cherubs are playing. Yep, this year, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think that's that's kind of the the big thing this time. Uh, um, yeah, a lot a lot of bands that uh, much louder and noisier than we are. Um, but <laughs> I think we'll be playing kind of. Uh, Earlier in the evening, so uh, you'll be in the easy listening better. version of, of, of the of the evening, so it'll work out just fine. Yeah, like, uh, yeah, we're really not that we're not that loud. We're not that tough. Um, we're we're kind of like a good intermediate step before you get to gay witch abortion. Yeah, sure. you, you know, there's going to be someone be like, oh, Eric Clapton, White Boy Blues, cool. I get it. I get it. <laughs> the the no, funny no, thing no. about. Well, the the funny thing to me about, like, especially when the first record came out and it was new to people, it's like, you'd get all these kind of artsy, noisy comparisons, and really, if you, can't, if you strip away the guitar sound and 
the vocal style. It's totally just like seventies dumb riff rock, I think. Yeah. So hmm. I think so. That's that's how I hear it. I, I hear like, you know I hear riffs and grooves and like, you know, something that could be off Aerosmith rocks, but you know, just run through a processor. Yeah. <laughs> Well, and so that's an interesting thought then. I mean, how do you feel about, you know, uh, approaching, you know, your your classic rock, your big rock kind of thing from like the scientist brain side of things? Uh, have you have you noticed that there's like a different like you get a different end result in product out of it rather than just, you know, I mean, like for instance, ZZ Top, the lyrical content is not only questionable, it's downright bad. And like you know it's really bad and like oh yeah not just like content wise as in what's being covered like just bad lyrics too like as well they're really gross yeah um i didn't realize that till till uh till reading some of those like looking for songs to cover recently and like i just don't even want to sing some of that stuff i'll I'll just change it for yeah, my own amusement just to get through the damn thing. Yeah, it's pretty rough. I'm not, I mean, I, I love ZZ Top, but I, like, yeah. it's like one of those bands where like, wow, I guess I never really closely paid attention to how terrible the lyrical content of that is. Yeah, just the sound is so cool that it's just like, that's what that song's about. Ew. Uh, <laughs> yeah, come so, on. <laughs> so if, if what you're getting at is like, do we leave that stuff behind with, you know, kind of, our interpretation of that sort of thing is that like yeah because i mean obviously (laughs) (laughs) cringeworthy and pretty dated at this point sort of lyrics just wouldn't work um we couldn't even really get like ironic mileage out of that at this point no it's just it's yeah it's if someone's gonna try it it'd be that uh Band from Portland with the unmentionable name. Oh, it's yeah. like that's 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 about how it would come across. Yeah, um, covering that territory, but but I mean, I guess like the the whole you know bit of a nostalgia factor and just like that. It's kind of what brought us into rock music, and you know we we've got some pretty arty influences at this point, and you know just enough vagueness to keep it interesting but yeah some of those riffs are totally dumb just like <laughs> zeppelin yeah there's, zeppelin there's, inspired ideas yeah there's a, there's a there's a great joy in a, in a just a dumbass riff but yeah i mean it's like yeah. but it's like graduate degree stupidity though and that's what i like about it is that that's sort of like <laughs> That, that's my prescription. Like, if someone, if the if the doctor of rock was writing a prescription for Kona Neutron, that's that certainly would be on the prescription. <laughs> graduate degree yeah, it, stupidity. It's, and certainly, uh, like the lyrics bring something else interesting to it. Like, yeah, I'm not like like even something like Rye Coalition by the end. Like, even those lyrics were like just. No, just Ugh. just leave that stuff behind, you know. Right. What? What? I, yeah. Not not to make it about me, but I've always said like I would love to take you know the examples of just great rock musicians that just write terrible lyrics. I'm like, let me just ghostwrite you some stuff here. <laughs> like, I'm not. You don't have to credit me. I just just you can do better than that. That's a good like first pass. <laughs> That's why we have a we have a we have a, a, a 
band in joke that still is just writing a song called March of the Pigs with better lyrics. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's almost like uh, Chic. Uh, yeah, freak Out. Yeah. Originally was, ah, fuck off. <laughs> and obviously that was the first draft. Yeah. They, did, they didn't keep that. Yeah. <laughs> it, wasn't free, it wasn't Freak Out. Yeah, that's, that's a, yeah, a little bit different. Re- I, I don't know. I kind of like Fuck Off. but uh, <laughs> Me, Actually, I do, too. You know. <laughs> it's got a place somewhere in there. They weren't going to get a gold hit in 1979 out of yeah, Fuck Off. Yeah, not so but. much. <laughs> well, but that's the thing. Like, you've got that. It's the, the lyrics aren't Fuck Off, but the spirit is still Fuck Off. Mm-hmm. Mm. That's true. Mm. That's I mean, you can kind of hear. Yeah, you can hear it, like, in the music. but Yeah. So it's kind of clever. And yeah, you, can, you can, you know, write that kind of thing without having to be directly on the nose. Right, right. So when we talk about guitar and what you get out of it and you're, and you're playing, what, what, kind of, um, what kind of stuff challenges you? Like what kind of stuff makes you kind of want to dig deeper and try harder? Like what, what techniques, if any, do you have? Where do you uh, where where do you get your 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 hot licks spelled with three X's from? As a for instance. Oh man, oh man, it's it's hard to say at this point. I think at this point it just kind of like falls out, but I do think it comes from somewhere. And I think at one point when I was still just kind of trying to find my thing whatever it is i would like to take pieces from areas that no one would expect and incorporate it um like i remember at one point distinctly uh i was kind of doing a drive like jehu kind of going through that phase with my guitar playing but i was also kind of into like twangy country players so Hmm. i would kind of yeah that's a interesting combination there and it, it works it it's like you know if, if you don't do it in like a cartoonish manner it's like you can see some overlap so i don't know it's just little things like little areas of overlap that people might not expect yeah it's like i think one of the first uh like oddly enough my grandma the only piece of music she ever bought me was a Chet Atkins CD, but like just from a guitar perspective, it was kind of incredible. And, and I knew I'd never be able to pull off like the, you know, especially the elaborate right hand sort of picking stuff, but I could do my own kind of dumb jacked up version of it. And that's kind of stuck with me. Sure. Yeah. It's, it's, it's very, uh, a lot of that can be really illustrative in, in, um, just kind of how you change whatever style you can bring to it. And then, yeah, just do like, I saw somebody do this and I'm going to try it and it doesn't work. You know, it doesn't sound like them, but it sounds like you. Well, I mean, yeah, I, I, you mentioned drive like Jehu earlier. Like, you know, I, I, I was reminded upon seeing those drive like Jehu reunion shows of just how much I attempted to and completely failed to steal from John Reese from that band and could start develop my own style in the process just by that sounds so cool. How's he do it? Nope, that ain't it. But that's that. That's not bad. That's yeah. all right. <laughs> and that's, I mean. And then if you take someone like that and then you start to kind of subtract their influences, you can kind of trace him back to uh, 
Ken Rawlings of Honor Roll and uh, Ooh, Greg, Greg Sage. So Greg Sage. Yeah. Yeah, totally. And even Greg Ginn. So, you know, it's, it's like everyone does it. Everyone goes through, you know, you're, you're not going to be, you know, whatever, Johnny Ramone when you try to be Johnny Ramone, but it might turn into something else interesting along the way. And, and after a while, it just, it becomes kind of automatic. So I don't really think about it or try too hard anymore, but like if I kind of went back on the timeline far enough, I could find these little odd collisions that like, like Zeppelin-esque hillbilly guitar with like, you know, some Bob mold thrown in. And that's probably me. Yeah. Well, benders and chorus. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Like, because I so. felt that uh, the Radiant Republic stuff, especially, I felt like had a kind of almost sort of proggy aspect to it. But it was like kind of um, prog distilled. Like as much as I adore King Crimson, like I, you know, some of their songs, like hey, could probably cut off about five minutes of that right there. And yeah, <laughs> you'd, you'd be yeah interested. that <laughs> that was yeah that was totally for a while. Yeah, that and when that thing started up, my whole point was like, well, just not to use the obvious structures or, or, you know, time signatures and stuff, but, you know, still retain a degree of listenability to it. Um, so that, yeah, I stuck with that for a long time and probably took it as far as I'd want to. And, now I don't think about it at all. If it's going to be some four four motoric beat, that's fine. Um, and it just depends. I'm a little, I'm a little more open now, just to who who else I'm playing with too. And like you know, I kind of kind of let them take you know initiative or whatever, see what they want to do, and then I kind of like to latch on to that. So that's that's been a more recent thing, just kind of like going with the flow of things. Is that kind of a kind of an in, indicator when you're writing stuff on your own? It's like, oh, that's that's a larder thing, or that's won't quite fit. Along with the obviously the chords as opposed to the the shorter riffs. Yeah, um, we're we're kind of aware of the lardo limits. So, like, yeah, it's there's not going to be any uh, there's not going to be any seventeen eight in lardo. Um, I might have brought something like that once and. Nick was just like, okay, you're going to have to leave us alone for an hour to learn this. And <laughs> they they might have done it for 30 minutes and forgotten it by next practice. So gotcha. that was, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to force that <laughs> issue. Um, God also, damn it. it. <laughs> I also want to make it, note. It's that nice. That. Oh, make, sorry. I want to make note that the, the Lardo limit would be a really good t-shirt. I was thinking of the three-speed Lardo <laughs> limiter, like you have, like the, like the LEDs and all that. Oh. Think Great. about it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, we're we're kind of lagging in the merch department. So you already have gear know. nerds asking you after pedals. You can just be like, "Look at the merch table, you son of a bitch." <laughs> hey, uh, yeah, can whip up some uh, cheap ass pedals to sell at the merch table. Oh. <laughs> There you go. Why not? Just say for display purposes only, and they're actually just empty boxes. <laughs> no, it's a souvenir. I mean, in panel. the past, in the past, you could be like, well, you know, no one carries more than five bucks to a show, but you know, now with uh, 
Square readers or PayPal or whatever, yeah, maybe yeah. someone will buy an $80 pedal at a show. It could know. happen. <laughs> I mean, yeah, like, so, like I'll, I'll, I got two words for you. Souvenir plates. <laughs> <laughs> Commemorative sold, plates. Yeah. Sold out. Sold out of them. <laughs> and not even like three days into the tour, too. And the whole thing was just like a, like a take on like how the merchandise is utterly divorced from the music. Haha, ha, aren't we fucking clever? <laughs> yeah, so clever that we fucking sold out of them three days into the tour. And like I felt even more bad afterwards. I'm like, that's, <laughs> that's terrible. Jeez, oh, I mean, you wouldn't even need to play the shows after a while. It's like. God, we made money. Let's go home. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> and they weren't priced cheaply either. That's the that's the thing. It was like, really? This is what you want? Like, oh, yeah, Man. no one has those. I'm like, yeah, but don't you want to buy a record? Nah, I'm good with my plate. I'm like, yeah, okay. All okay. Right. Does the plate have a download? Does the plate come with a download? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jinx. Yeah. They, they probably should have, but uh, no, they did not. Oh. And it's my even deeper level of depression at being the victim of my own joke and taking advantage of people's cynicism <laughs> and, and a, a gross appreciation of novelty. Yeah, yeah. Because that's I, I've noticed that we uh, we've tried we tried we tried a shirt with a download, you know, posters with a download. The only thing I've really seen it work very nicely is uh, Begin by Gathering Supplies having the uh, the six packs of the homebrew. With the down co- oh yeah, code. yeah. I ended up wearing one of those, which like probably sold out immediately. <laughs> they yes, very quickly. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think I talked about uh, that with Scott Pico because he's a home brewer, and we were in Mega Mall together, and seemed like you know perfect matchup. But I think then you technically you're like you know you have to start thinking about liquor laws and oh, yeah. where and what you can yeah. sell. Yeah. <laughs> so, That's I mean, I guess you could try it out of your trunk and just hope no one looks, but uh, well, I to, think that's why to do it officially might officially be illegal. I don't know. I, it probably is, <laughs> but that's kind of what makes it such a good BBGS move. Yeah, I mean. You're maybe kind of sort of bootlegging there they, just a little bit. Yeah, well. We'll we'll let them try it and go to jail later. Yeah, but, you exactly. know, for... <laughs> pioneers who got scalped. That's right, precisely. <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, you guys are uh, actually. I'm I'm, I'm pretty admir- uh, admiring of how you guys are just like it's the record and there it is, and that's what you got to buy if you want to think. Oh, with uh, with Lardo. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's yeah. It's, it's nice to pretend like, uh, you know, we're just being really classy about it, but we're <laughs> ultimately just too lazy to make merch. Um, I've been trying to spearhead t-shirt ideas for like a year and a half and we just never seem to follow through. But, yeah. Wow. But you know, it's still yeah, officially it's about the music. It's about the art, you know, yeah. we're not, a, we're not a mall on wheels. So, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I had, to get, uh, I had to get my download code for the first album texted to me. <laughs> oh, did yeah. yeah. Oh god. <laughs> yeah, there was there was a lot of uh, learning along the way with that record, and maybe maybe there's still some element of that. But I've tried to make sure that records have codes, but. I mean, more and more, I don't know, maybe they're used half 
the time or yeah. I think people just like maybe stream it on Spotify or something now and not have to you know, manage data or whatever. Yeah, it's weird. Uh, I, and, and of course, with something like Bandcamp, where if they if they buy the digital download off of Bandcamp, then they already have the download and they got the record with the download code too. So right. it's, it's inefficient process. Right. And they can stream it on the app whenever they want to listen to it that way. So, we, we've, um, we've moved on a little bit since then, but I had a pretty sweet Drag City diss uh, <laughs> that I, I, we'll just have to pretend that I made <laughs> earlier when it was relevant. Okay, acknowledge. Uh, Moving yeah, on. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, it's, you know, whatever. It, it, it kind of adds, whether it's intentional or not, whether it's by lethargy or intent, it's uh, it adds to an era of mystery to the band. And... You know, there's, not, there's nothing wrong with that. And it's kind of, it's interesting to see people discover the band and discover the music without having like the context of like knowing, you know, uh, all, all the other bands that came before it and the community of people around the band and whatnot. And just see how they react to where the only thing they have is, oh, there's just this music. There's just these songs and this sound and this band and they're, it's, you know, in a void to them. Mm-hmm. Which the and the reaction tends to be positive, but they tend to uh, apply their own elements to it, which te- seem to be more like, "Oh, this it's so mysterious." It's so I was like, "Is that mysterious?" No, no, no. You talking about uh, you talking about Drag City? No, I'm talking about you guys. You son of a bitch. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I got a little lost there. No, no. The Drag but, City uh, thing was just that they they don't include downloads on their. LPs, which I think is fucking retarded. Oh, well, they I can't say that they actually did. Uh, oh, I don't know about what their LPs, but they finally did get up on oh, Bandcamp yeah. and all that shit. They yeah, just like finally within like the last year. But they anyway, acknowledged um, that, that was a thing. <laughs> Computers. Yeah, right? yeah. I mean, yeah, 10 years, whatever. <laughs> but, um, but yeah. Well, with Lardo, it's, yeah, I mean, I guess the artwork is still a little bit... Yeah, there's no I, pictures I just think, of the front man on, on, on the cover. There's no, like, it, it is kind of mysteriously yet artfully presented. So if you only have the music itself as context, you know, you get to apply your and own thing to it. We Yeah, we kind of fell into that because the, the first record is just a silk screen. So you can really only kind of get away with so much image complexity anyway and plus you know the average age of the band is like 40 and you know <laughs> do we really want to show that off at this point not really um oh, look at those fogies up there i know <laughs> i know that feeling. yeah jesus it's like my uncle's band or something <laughs> Pack but, it in, grandpa <laughs> yeah <laughs> i mean yeah when you look when at the earthquake isn't calling you back <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm not not like 24 years old with a full beard and lumberjack look. Um, so, but, but you could be. I I know. I mean, that's that's kind of the gear demo demographic. But, well, uh, I mean, it, it's so it's yeah. That's I guess what I'm saying is it's interesting to see what people apply into it without having the context, and uh, it, it's. That's kind of the best thing about the non-image image, I think, yeah. is, is to watch that, especially in this day and age where every piece of every part of the process is over-documented and, you know, oh, the singer's on Snapchat and the bass player's on Instagram and, you know, it's like, oh, Christ. We're all documenting every last little 
section of everything just wrote a riff. Like, great. That's I don't care. Yeah, give, me, give me a record. Let me know when it's a song <laughs> and it's good. <laughs> and yeah, and a lot of that just happens. A lot of that just happens because of well, yeah, like the the process. Uh, you know, silk screening records and sure, but also just I don't know. It's like uh, it would be hard to play a couple songs like that live and then be like, you know, how are you guys doing tonight? You know, it's, it's kind of it's a little deflating. What's up, Chicago? Woo! Yeah, yeah. it's it, it just doesn't work. So we just try to keep it as clean, and it's I guess in some ways it's kind of like. It's kind of gotten into like every aspect of the band because now we treat songs that way. We cut off extraneous anything, and like our songs are like not even three minutes long anymore. And yeah, so yeah, it's just it's 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 a little perverse, but it's just kind of become our thing. Um, well, it's like you're almost you know. getting into kind of like a wire thing of just like early wire, just mm. like jettison everything that isn't yeah, the song. Yeah. yeah, and and that's always kind of something I wanted to do uh, with this band, just, uh, you know, kind of acknowledge that side of my influences. I've never done anything, you know, quote-unquote minimalist before, so the album covers kind of have that vibe, I guess, and uh, yeah, just elements of the music just really distilled, and uh, but yeah, it's it's been nice. It's you know, something I haven't done before, so yeah, and it's all just working in concert, just uh, to by the seat of your pants. Yeah, yeah. So it's yeah, it just kind of fell out this way. So it's been Ooh. been good. So, how do you feel about the place of drums in rock music, especially? Um. Like, I mean, I've I haven't been playing drums as much lately, but no, I learned. But I know you play. know how to play, and I think that that's that that's what I was driving at. Is that I find that guitarists who at least have some background in drumming have a not necessarily a different approach, but a a more informed rhythmic approach that. Uh, I feel is is almost immediately recognizable, and I just wonder if that's intentional or is that something that you just kind of happen into or or what's the how does the how's the rhythm yeah uh, <laughs> I was gonna make a terrible play on words but I was gonna say <laughs> <laughs> how does the rhythm become a dancer I think it was I was, was about to say but it was funny <laughs> that. let's pretend this isn't funny there. Oh, snap. <laughs> but no, it's, it's totally true. And uh, yeah, it's like I the instruments aren't that far apart to me. And on one level, I, I love drums so much that I'm almost a little too generous to drums when it comes to mixing time. Um, I've totally played on records and then listened to it a month later and been like, why the hell is the drums like the main instrument and <laughs> my guitar shit is all buried. Um, right, right. but yeah, just, yeah. But also just as far as, uh, the guitar itself, 
the rhythmic element with not just your right strumming, chunking hand, but also your left hand and the way it moves, just the little, like, you know, where the fret noise lands in the beat, that kind of becomes the percussive element, too. And, I mean, some of that gets lost under a stupid three-octave bit commander, but, I mean... (laughs) As far as just actually playing the parts, it, it still feels a bit like, you know, percussive in a way. I'd imagine some of it would actually get, could it be enhanced as well. Sometimes those little noises do, yeah. Some things, uh, especially little harmonics that they produce, that, that's, that's kind of been fun with that pedal. It's like when you read the manual, when you go and buy one, they they kind of steer you away from doing stuff like that, you know, for, for proper, for proper tracking, you know, use your net neck pickup and play above the 12th fret only, but you know, tell me what to do, put on the bridge. Yeah. It, yeah I, I it's like, I was do the opposite of that. <laughs> right. Well, I was trying that for a while and I wasn't getting like my normal guitar satisfaction out of it. There's like no harmonics anymore and no little, squeals and stuff so yeah by doing it wrong i was able to kind of find the middle ground and therefore i didn't sell the pedal and you know <laughs> end up dissatisfied and here we are yeah yeah define the sound I, of a generation <laughs> or, or, or a couple records anyway i mean i yeah it's hopefully someone crazy out there probably a european person uh like <laughs> I want no. I want I want someone to really like ape the sound. Like I think that that would be really funny to me if they yeah. they started up a band that tried to sound just like it. Um, I would <laughs> get a kick out of that. And then five years down the line, in the middle of nowhere, it's like this hot new thing from uh, Belgium. Like, like, oh yeah, they'll get super fucking yeah. you know. And you have to be serious. sell twenty thousand records doing <laughs> it and. And then in the future, beyond that, they'll be, you know, kind of recognized as, like, you know, that's their thing. Yeah. But, and you'll be sitting on your couch waiting for that popcorn from Earthquaker Devices. <laughs> I, yeah, yeah, that, that popcorn's stale by now. <laughs> yeah. Actually, someone told me the popcorn itself wasn't very good. No, actually, I bet it wasn't. Yeah, and I bet that I, kind of bulk stuff, and and I bet the uh, the golden ticket makes the chocolate taste terrible too. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. Oh. Yeah, they they just found some the cheapest vendor possible, and yeah. you know, <laughs> like packing peanuts basically with a little bit of caramel dust on it. You're not really supposed to eat it. You're just supposed to look at it. Yeah, for display. Supposed to just like put, yeah, like w- like with all your stupid guitar pedals, just put it in the corner and like never really do anything with it. Yeah, oh, check it out. Get some popcorn. Yeah, <laughs> you can really hear that screaming tone. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. Oh man. So why was it Radium Republic of Texas originally? Yeah, it's, uh, I don't know, between the two high school friends and me, I'm originally from Texas, but I was living in Colorado at that point, and I don't know, the idea of Republic of Texas 
was just hilarious to us because, you know, we're thinking that, like, this, you know, 19th century term that's just, like, ridiculous. Uh, and so it was always kind of amusing to me, at first at least, but a few years later when I started going back more and you kind of get into these back roads called, like, Republic of Texas, um, it, it got a little less funny to me it's like right. realizing how some people take that um secession stuff and it's like yeah i don't really like that name anymore and and when i found a reason to kind of drop it from the name i which was uh adding kind of the live band elements and i was like okay now's finally a good enough reason not to call it of texas anymore sure you had that you had that the personnel shift and then you just it's a different well it, it really did become a pretty different thing yeah yeah because uh those dudes did bring something else to it and i did want to you know kind of put a line in the sand and be like you know that you know i didn't want them to like learn my solo songs or whatever um so yeah we just came up with a whole new set at that point and did that for a while Yeah, it's it's no longer. Well, it was a good band. I liked it. It was. It just it it hit you know kind of the same wall that a lot of bands do. It's like well you know it just it just seems like it gets harder and harder as it goes. And sometimes you know people just don't care. And you know some bands do that. And you know after a while you ask yourself like well you know why am I still Going up, and so we, you know, kind of took a break, and just I said, worry about, you know, try doing some other stuff for a while, and and yeah, just never really got back to it because, like, yeah, no one's really asking for it, so <laughs> yeah, but that's yeah, that's fine. That's just and kind of back to how you started this discussion. It's like, well, why Lardo, and you know what. Why? How did that become the thing? Like, I have no idea. I don't really know what people <laughs> like, what what people will like. I mean, it's like in what you were saying. It's like, well, you know, Mega Mall has kind of these pop hooks, and it's like, yeah, yeah I agree. But people want to see me up there, like making an ass of myself, making noise, and that's just kind of what works right now. And I really don't know why. <laughs> Yeah, I mean it's 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 weird how that works. I yeah. what 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 hits and what doesn't, you know, sometimes you can apply logic and reason to it, sometimes it's just like All right, that's the thing, I guess. Okay, cool. And it it might be timing too, like in 2 years it might be the other way around or just, you know, no interest at all. It's I I so really don't Jesus. know anymore. <laughs> Well, it's it's hard to figure out, and like you know, yeah, yeah. yeah. I like you know. That's one of the good things about doing this now is that you can. We're at as close of a point of doing it on your own terms as we've been, and you can put a minimal amount of resources into something, and theoretically have a few hundred people listening to it by the end of that day. Um, so, you know, it's, you know, 
there's nothing, there's nothing really to lose, but you know, if, if you're going to keep banging your head against the wall and, you know, after a while, I, I just feel like you're going to listen. And like, I don't know. I, some people like to say, uh, it's like, well, you know, you're, you're doing it for you and it, it doesn't matter. It's like, yeah, that's true to a degree. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Like if, if, you know, if it really is like struggling to get five people to come out to a show, then I don't know. I, I kind of take it as a hint at this point. Yeah. I mean, if you're doing it for you when you're not into it, well, then that's it. Yeah. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's a, that's a terrible <laughs> confluence of, of, of things, but yeah, you're, you're, yeah, that's, yeah. I think that's accurate. So, so what do you think? So what does DIY mean to you then? Ryan, answer me that question. DIY. Maybe you've heard of it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's... uh, it's, I think you're all big time, Mr. Lardo, getting that big earthquaker devices money. (laughs) That popcorn money. No, it's... At this point, like, I I look at it as like, well, someone else is going to screw it up, so it's not even an option. Like, you just, it's something you have to do. It's, it's one of those things I'm a little careful to, to like glorify because I mean, you know, if, if Corey Rust, you know, on a whim decided to restart or relaunch touch and go tomorrow and wanted to put out our records, would let him. Yeah. You're going to say no to that. But (laughs) yeah, well, it's just, yeah. If, if there is a, really good deal for someone or someone who really, you know, understands you and wants to help you. It's like, yeah, I can do it. But it's, you no, know, for, for, for bands like us, it's just, it's just the way it's either this or nothing. Right. And, or sometimes like, you know, maybe some of the really micro labels or, or whatever that could help you out would probably do a worse job than you could do yourself. So yeah, um, yeah. So if you put- at that point it's like, well, you're going to do a worse job, and then we have to split costs. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. We're just gonna. Yeah, sounds we're great. We're just gonna keep doing it. Yeah, right. <laughs> There's, yeah, but yeah. Whereas There's if you put about you put a few more hundred dollars into it, and then you get it all back, and you do it your way. Right. And yeah, just kind of the way I am too. Like, if it was split with a label like that, I'd I'd almost feel more sorry for the label than I would myself. So, <laughs> I'd probably just be funneling the money to them because they're. I'd, I'd see the label putting out five other bands like us and all kind of struggling. It's like, well, you know, I don't really need the money. That, you know, Ooh, this is this is ringing a little track. true. Yeah, you just you just hold <laughs> on to that. This is this is uncomfortably close to home. <laughs> yeah, I I didn't I didn't want to steer it the conversation of Bummer Town, but I'm just I don't know. I also know when I I listen to stuff like this, it's like some sometimes people seem like they're almost avoiding to mention. Yeah, it. because there's like this deification of like, oh no, DIY is the only way to go and you know, it's it's great all the time and like no, it's no. it's kind of soul breaking a lot it's, of the time yeah. actually. It's yeah, it's I I mean I like to hear about this stuff and you know, it's it's just 
kind of the way it is, but you know, it's, if we're going to do this, it's, we're just going to have to kind of accept a lot of it. So yeah, that's, yeah, that's what, that's where I'm at with DIY. There are, there are certainly pluses and minuses to it, but yeah, it's, it's that difference. It's the only way to go and it's the only way to go. The only way to go. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it's not worth rallying the flag behind. Don't get me wrong, but by the same token, yeah, I mean, realistically speaking, it's it's. I, I definitely, you know, if if some band decides to go with a booking agency or use their music and commercials or whatever, it's like, you know, it hasn't. I haven't had to think about it too seriously or have that, you know, little moral discussion. But it's also like, well, I mean, God. It's like it's like one little thing that would make up for years of like losing money and shit. Yeah. <laughs> so I, you know, I'm not so quick to judge. I don't know. It's, no, it's, know. it's it's like daydreaming about winning the lottery. It's like, yeah, boy, what would I do with all that? Like, yeah, it's just kind of like it could happen, but it's probably not gonna kind of thing. What what yeah. would I do with all that moderately successful business practices? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, it's not even lottery money. It's like, yeah, we can split five grand three ways. And, right. You know. Have this big moral discussion about it. <laughs> like, yeah. We almost paid rent for a month. Cool. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. we sold out, man. Didn't sell out. I bought in. <laughs> yeah, we did it on our terms, man. Sold out every night. <laughs> exactly. Every <laughs> Jason, Jason Newstead, right? Yeah. You yeah. got it. <laughs> and then he like left the band a year later. Yeah. Like. Yeah, I yeah. believed everything I was saying about selling out. Echo Brain's the future, man. <laughs> is the past. Oh, yeah. The legendary Echo Brain that, you know, yeah, they voice did. of a new generation. They sure were the future, it turns out. Who knew? Yeah, as it turned out. I'm, Lars was very know. <laughs> Wow. So what stuff are you listening to? You, you, you got anything you're, you're listening to that you want to turn people on to that... You know, you think just more people need to be checking out? I'm trying to think uh, this year. uh, I know I'm listening to stuff, but there's nothing on the tip of my tongue. Uh, Last year, I was uh, really into the Droz record. I thought, Mm, I thought like, I thought the masses would go nuts for that record. Or I mean, by masses, like, you know. (laughs) People who listen to like Melvins and Swans would like go ape shit over that. Yeah. Um, but still relatively obscure. Um, yeah, I don't, yeah, it's, I don't know. Just odd little things come along and really stick with me. But yeah, I'm not, I'm not like always the most like, oh, I've got a list of stuff for you, you know? Not that, you know, I'm, I'm not good at that. <laughs> do you have an enemies list do you want to read that off instead you could <laughs> no I, at this point it's like 
it's more of a meh and you know no one's gonna make a meh list uh, that kind of defeats the purpose more like a meh nimi's list perhaps yeah yeah it's like it's like <laughs> so sorry yeah, it's like just I'm just gonna forget about this. Uh, like, yeah. Yeah, there's uh, that uh, that Patton Oswalt bit I always think about where he's talking about when you're young, it's your your appreciation is all the all the way up here. It's the most amazing thing ever. It's not the worst thing ever. And just as you get older, it's just like I don't really care for that. Or yeah, that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're talking. I was talking about this with Jim from Lardo. I don't know, maybe a year ago or something. He's like. Why do people get mad at music they don't like? You know, it's like, you know, you don't like it, you know, whatever. Yeah. Don't listen. Like, like, yeah, I mean, it's it's easy to fall into that. I mean, if you're going to really hate something, it probably has more to do with how they act and what kind of image they put out or whatever. But, I mean, musically, it's pretty hard to piss me off, I think. It's just, <laughs> it's so ignorable, usually. Yeah. Yeah, you're just able to... Just put it aside and like, yeah, there's probably something else I can listen to that I would enjoy. Yeah. Eh. Yeah. So <laughs> basically. Unless of course you just, you know, detect the natural enemy in the, in the music, in which case you're like, no, no, that needs to die immediately. <laughs> That's rare. Yeah. Is, That's rare. Yeah. Is there any, can you think of any recent example of that? Um, there might be, mm, but I, recent. I, I haven't, <laughs> I mean, I that's, that's the thing. I'm agree, I agree with you where that it's it's more the people than the music itself. Like something like yeah, like change. It's more like they have a really distasteful band name or yeah, that just, stuff too. And then they're really arrogant cops about it and yeah. won't change it. Like okay, fuck those people. But yeah, that's why. Like, yeah, musically, it's like I don't know what what's going to happen. It's like I hate that kick drum sound. Ah! <laughs> you know, yeah. Probably not. That's not well. Maybe in the taste of Mc. Maybe in the uh, case of Metallica, they always seem to piss people off just with poor drum sounds. But yeah. <laughs> that's well, <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's yeah. yeah. It's, good for it's them. more just baffling, I think, than anything else. Where I was like, "What? How did you? That's really that was you were like, yep, that's it. Yep. They spent like two it. years on a record that sounds like a fucking penny is falling on the floor, you know." Next yeah. to your desk. And I, that's the snare. Classic sword kick sound. I, I played the, yeah. um, I guess it was, what is it? It was an internet thing. It was like Master of Puppets, but with the snare sound changed to the Saint Anger yes, snare sound. Yeah. And I played that for Crover, and he, had, <laughs> he, he hadn't heard Saint Anger oh. at all. So he's just like, what that? Oh. What is that? He's like, that's a snare sound off of like this like semi-recent Metallica record. He's like, really? It's fucking terrible. <laughs> like the upside down cast iron skillet. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it seriously was just sounded like like you could take like a bucket and hit it and it would be like a better sound. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh. the worst sound ever. Oh man. Yeah. And it was all the more, you know, and then you take it and put it one of their classic recordings in it and just like drop it in like a like a photoshopped <laughs> Like Kardashian in like a John F. Kennedy family photo or something. Right. <laughs> oh my god! Could take it a step further and just put it into like famous pop songs. Or something. <laughs> just make it go a whole series. Just overlaying of like like yeah. every Beatles single with like American Pie or something. Ah. Just totally random. <laughs> that would be perfect. <laughs> yeah, it, it could be done with the free time. Oh yeah. Somebody out there, 
It's got a got a isolated tracks of something, some stems in a minute. Just go ahead and yeah. like be my baby or come something. on, <laughs> like something come on, really teenagers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Someone do this while it's still funny for five more minutes. Now we're talking. Hey, yeah, there. Yeah, get that reverb on wow. still. Just yeah, exactly with the reverb. <laughs> Okay, we're going down a dark hole here. Yeah, man. Wall of sound with a frying pan. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good shtick, though. That was good. If anybody wants to do that, please credit the show. Thank you. I'll listen to that. Some you, yeah, some YouTube celebrity can have that. And, yeah, oh. that dude that does all the like weird metal videos where he plays like one string bass or or. Uh, oh, the the gent. Is yeah. it the gent stuff? Yeah, where he's like, I don't know. That. Yeah, <laughs> it's this YouTube guy. He's got a, he's got a whole mythology built up around this whole thing now. Yeah. All right. He's oh wow. Story. It's pretty impressive. I hadn't kept up that long, but you know, good for that guy. Yeah. <laughs> good for that guy. The Brian that's Pennington story. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's the takeaway from all this. It is, uh, Brian. Hey, thanks so much for talking to us, man. This has been this has been a lot of fun, and it's. Um, I, I've always been a big yeah. fan of all your stuff, and I hope you know that. And I'm, I'm glad that people are, I feel like responding correctly because there's a correct and incorrect way to respond <laughs> to, to Lardo, and uh, you know it, it's nice to see because it's it's well earned and the songs are good, and I like the band, and it's it's nice to see. Well, I appreciate it. Uh, thanks for having me. It's been fun. And uh, all tomorrow's impeachments, impeachment, impeachments, impeachments, yes. impeachments. Yeah. All tomorrow's impeachments. Yeah, it is. It is plural. I don't know why it was. I guess you need two of them anyway, right? At Three. Least. Yeah. <laughs> it kind of. Yeah, it evolved just out of like necessity. Like so and so could only do one or two nights. I think it was going to be an all day Saturday thing at one point, but this is just. This is how it landed, so sure, works for us. And that's coming up uh, pretty soon. Twenty first and twenty second, yes, two weeks. That's in Chicago, so coming up quick. If you're in Chicago, go see that. If not, go screw yourself. <laughs> yeah, come on. What a yeah, come on. And make sure what to show up early because random drawing for uh, for band order. So uh, don't don't miss out. Yeah, it will be awesome. Everyone, every awesome one person you know will be there. So go. Yeah. I'll be there. That's exactly. One of those. As, as, yeah. As will I. As will I. It's gonna be a big party for a Friday because I know there's the. I didn't realize the um, AMRAP thing in Minneapolis, but. Yep. But oh yeah. That's <laughs> that's summer. Too much shit going on. Yep. Exactly. At once. That's that that that's so. a good pull quote. That summer. Yeah. Too much shit going on. It's true. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. It this will be good for this, but I told those guys like just for shows and purposes, let's just not compete with summer anymore. It's too much of a pain in the ass. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, we're going on our vacation that week. It's like, well, you know, well, fuck, we play like twice a year, and you know, you decided to go to Cabo San Lucas. So. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. You wanted to go to Cabo Wabo, you know, fine, fuck you. 
we're just not gonna play. It's hard to resist the uh, <laughs> the lure of that tequila. Mm. <laughs> you and I love tequila. Wabo tequila. <laughs> sure, sure. Oh nice my. <laughs> yeah, random. I, I didn't mean to go there. I was going to say that's that's a much different ending than I expected this to go. But uh, Brian, it's a good <laughs> you, you did not you did not see that coming. So nobody there ever sees go. the Cabo Wabo Tequila push <laughs> coming. They probably forgot that whole thing existed, but now it's there forever. Yeah, can't can't unlearn it now. Oh yeah. No, nope, no, nope, it's there. It's just part of life. All that Cabo. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, so yeah, uh, we'll be seeing you at the uh, El Tomorrow's impeachments. And for all things Lardo, it's a, uh, I mean Lardo.bandcamp.com, I believe, right? Is that correct? Yeah, Bandcamp as a website. It's you know more post laziness sort of behavior. <laughs> post laziness. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's like it came back around, like it was lazy, and then it came back. Around. Yeah. <laughs> I guess that doesn't make sense. Then then we would actually. I actually did build a website. I just haven't, uh, like, actually hosted it yet. So. Oh. That is that is post-lazy, I uh, guess. Yes. I, I believe it is, yeah. <laughs> that, that qualifies, right? Exactly. <laughs> uh, okay. Cool. Right. Well, uh, it's been great talking to you, man. And, um, yeah, I look forward, to, look forward to seeing you soon. Yeah, likewise. Uh, talk to you later. All right. Take, Cheers, take care, brother. All right. Have a good night. Bye. Let's hear some more Lardo. Massive Lardo. That was awful. Dressed woman. 
Taking a break. Taking a break on the taking that break. Take a break on the town. Well, well, well. Well, well, well. Yeah. All right. So we're, de- <laughs> we're taking a break there. That was a. Uh, uh, what was that? That was a. Uh, I don't know. It was Lardo. It was Lardo. <laughs> oh, it's in Lardo. That's up for the record. Sinking 2017. That's when that came out. Buy it now. Buy it today. You go, can do it. Go use your use your favorite search engine. Go find that. Go uh, go Jeeves it. Go <laughs> go ask Jeeves to Google it for you. Yeah. <laughs> There's an Ask Jeeves building in Oakland, and I always wonder like what goes on in that building. Is it just like the, basically the Maytag repairman? <laughs> oh God, I can't even imagine. There's just like a dude hanging out in a butler suit waiting to be asked stuff. Yes. And nobody's asking. He's just sitting next to a phone. No one's. At, yeah, he's just patiently waiting, waiting his days out. Yeah. <sighs> Someday somebody will ask me something again. <laughs> I will be totally prepared for that answer. Uh, indeed. Yep. Well, there you go. It's a, it's a, it's another fine folly. That's the episode. That's the episode of uh, Protonic Reversal, All which right. is the show you have been listening to. And uh, yeah, it's yeah. great to be in the new underground bunker studios. And it's and, good to have you. Otherwise, it yeah. was uh, harder for me to be on the show. <laughs> As it turns out, it's a little weird. Yeah, this, is, uh, this is real convenient for me. So I appreciate that. <laughs> uh, we we'd like to thank uh, Brian Pennington for being on the show. Please check out uh, Lardo. Uh, please check out uh, Radiant Republic, Lex, uh, uh, Mega Mall. Uh, I, could, I could be here through Didn't We Deserve yeah. Look at you, the Way You Really Are and still not name off all the bands. He's a prolific, prolific man. He has, a, he has that soloist that he does. What's it? What was that called? Oh, uh, it's good too. Yeah, it's all, it's all good. He does good things. He does good covers and tributes. Yep, just all those things he does. What a cool guy. Ah, this show happens more or less every Thursday, 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Central. 6 p.m. Mountain, 5 p.m. Pacific on what time? RadioNobe.com. Time in Hawaii. Oh, Christ. Mr. Alaska. and Mrs. America. We actually do a Hawaiian listener. Hi, Mike. Hey, Mike. Anyone within uh, the sound of my voice. RadioNeutron.com for the archives. Give it a review if you are the kind of person that likes doing that. I've thing. got... You got to log into some shit? Yeah, it's a cool pain in the ass. 50,000 watts of power. I can see why people don't do it. It's <laughs> <laughs> one of the reasons I don't. Uh, I'd like to thank Josh Davis for yeah. being on the show as co-host. Well, thanks for coming thanks on, man. Thanks for having me. Yeah, great having you. Let's see, anything else? This microphone turns sound uh, into electricity. It. Have a good time you hear me now? That's a that's a tall order. I know. Out on Route 128, dark and lonely. It's guy's not around. You got my radio on. He's having a good time. Can you hear me now? Check you later. Can you hear me now?
having this like wildly overpowered board is there's all this cool stuff and I'm like I don't know what any of that does yeah <laughs> and all just turn it off turn it all off no no, no I'm no no please no 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 please no ah wait that really sounds like it's gonna explode isn't it yeah <laughs> Good effect. I never usually let it get that far. <laughs> Man, that's some straight David Lynch right there.